What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is September 24th, 2019. You're listening to the scoreboard brought to you by Podomatic Radio. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. And for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Michael Hill, and the Arcade, Ryan K. How are you doing, my man? Dude, um, in general, in life, busy Today specifically, I am sick as hell. Hmm. Um, I got um. You you ain't catch mono like Sam Darnold. Oh hell no, man! Like you know, listen. Sometimes you gotta worship the booty, but you gotta be smart about how you worship the booty. So you can't be eating ass and getting mono. <laughs> if you're gonna eat ass, you gotta eat ass smart. You like Sam, right right out the shower ass. Yeah yeah, you gotta get that clean service ass. You can't be eating no dirty fecal matter ass. Yeah, like the the, the ass that been in drawers for like 20, 10, yeah, 12 yeah, hours. Come on, come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Oh, you got you to tighten that shit up. Um, but so, anyways, nah, but for real, real talk, um, I came back today, and I I apparently picked up, like, a 24-hour stomach bug. Yeah. Which, you know, I think y'all know what the fuck that means. Shitting and vomiting, it ain't hitting. So, uh, luckily, that stuff kind of cooled out, but I'm just tired. So, I'm definitely going to power through the show, though, because, you know... Um, we had some scheduling conflicts last week, mostly on my end. Um, so I definitely wasn't going to fucking miss back-to-back shows right when we come back. I was like, hell no. Like, I feel like malaria fucking touched me in the heart directly, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to make this shit happen. Yeah. So uh, That's what professionals do, and we're professionals. <laughs> I, I like, listen, someone's a professional here. Someone's a child I, with I, a I microphone. Like, I was like, look, man, I, like, I, I kind of <laughs> I, I feel like, well, not, 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 to, not to cut you off. I feel like, you know, I've noticed that a lot of people are starting podcasts now, and I've, a lot of people have come to me specifically on how to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, hey, even, even, even though we're hey, not it's like, legit enough then yeah. yeah it's legit enough i feel like we don't get like the mainstream recognition i think people realize and like they see because i because to be honest with you nobody was doing podcasts until we were doing it yeah i, I like and i can say that well well confidence. oh dude dude we how long have we been doing the scoreboard now about five years that's what i'm saying yeah podcast 
Podcasts have been a thing, and they were a thing five years ago, but yeah, they weren't like they are now. Yeah. So, yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, like, but like people, like like normal people trying to do podcasts, and like, you know, no. and, but, and I'm not trying to discourage anybody. Oh, like, hey, if you, you want to do a if podcast, you, if you figure do it, it out. If you want to do it, I like do it, but at the same time, like, you know, it's the, the reason, like, you know, me and the arcade make it look so easy is because you don't see what goes on oh, in the man, background. Oh, l- man, listen, my man, my man over here editing trying to figure out like how like you know my man's always looking to improve our podcast like behind the scenes and you know like that's that's just how it is man if you're putting out a product you should always be trying to make that product better so you know again like and my thing is like you know well are are you guys willing to put in the work week in and week out because the thing is it's easy to do this whenever there's shit to talk about well, what are you, you going to do when it's a slow news week? Do we, you have the same enthusiasm to do it? Are you going to figure out what to talk about? Because, I mean, hell, dude. I mean, which, even us, man, I mean, we take a huge break during the summer. Yeah. Just because fucking they ain't shit popping other than yeah. baseball. And, and we'd be burnt out by that yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah. So, um, nah, but we have an awesome show here today for you guys. Um, so, we're going to be answering your questions. We're going to be talking about Cam Newton. And, no, we're not going to be talking about them funny-ass outfits. Yeah. You know, like, so Jalen Ramsey is sick, literally, and he's sick of the Jaguars. And yep. we're going to get into that, mm-hmm. you know, very shortly. But, first, we're going to get in these primetime NFL games that shouldn't be primetime <laughs> at all. Not a damn one of these games was hidden. Not a damn one of them. Like, that fucking, all right, man, that Jacksonville-Tennessee game. Jacksonville bootied them down. I hate Thursday night games. They're I hate them. Fuck. They're all awesome. they shouldn't have Thursday night games until like after after um the bye week start hitting. Yeah, like the bye week. Oh, not even bye weeks, like after like Thanksgiving. Because by that time you know what your team's about. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Um like cause that's the thing, man. These teams are still figuring out shit. I mean, you know, Gardner Minshew looked pretty good uh for the Jaguars. Mariota put up numbers, but the thing is, man, I don't know if Mariota's the guy. For them. For them, you know, because the thing is, I think Mariota is talented. I think that Mariota also kind of struggles because the Titans have never really empowered him. Yeah. They've never had any top flight receivers. They just recently got a pretty good running back in yeah. Derrick Henry, who's just now kind of, you know, coming into his own. Coming into his own. So, which he's still not a factor really in the passing game. Um, the O-line play for the Titans has been really horribly uneven. Yeah, because um, they, yeah, they're not even going to re, uh, resign Jack Conklin after they're not going to pick up his option. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they're probably going to let him go. Um, also, because he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, again, and they let Klein walk this past year, and Klein's looked pretty good for the Vikings. Yeah. So, uh, again, they just kind of, um, you know... The, I don't know what it is, man. I don't think they put him in a in situation to succeed. I, I agree with that. Like Delaney Walker is your is your number one, and, like, he, and he's kind of old. Yeah, he's Delaney, still great, but he's, he's yeah. getting old, getting up there in age. You know, like I said, I, they don't really have any top flight receivers. They don't really have any top flight O line. Their running back isn't top flight. He's really, good enough. He's good enough. Like you know, and he's getting there maybe. But yeah, the, like even during the Mike Malarkey days, and Mike Malarkey lives up to his name as a coach, mm-hmm. you know, because he fucking sucks. Oh, and he's Mike, trash. And Mike Vrabel's still trying to figure it out as a head coach. So you got, so not only do you got a coach that's trying to figure it out, you got a, a, a quarterback that's trying, trying to figure, to figure it, out. it out, and that's, hasn't had any continuity. Yeah. So again, so I, I'm I, not I, over here making excuses for Mariota. 
by the but same team at the same time. He hasn't been set up for success, success either. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, uh, I like so from one shit show on to another. I like Sunday Night Football, which is a game that I watch. Uh, the Rams and the Browns. Oof, man, that was, Jared Goff is a bum. Like, I, he's overrated as hell. He's not worth a shit. Jared Goff just ain't hitting like that. Which is bro. crazy because on Co- Colin Coward say he'll take Jared Goff over Dak. Of course Prescott. he fucking would because Colin Coward's the dumbest piece of shit in the world. Jared Goff is Rex Grossman in a fucking system. Like I don't that. know about Rex Grossman. Yeah, but, was pretty fucking terrible. But you get my point. Like yeah. he's a fucking he's a dipshit that straight up is like no, fuck no fuck man. I I ain't trying to hear that. I I really ain't trying to hear all that shit. Jared Goff's overrated. Like uh, it, that defense kept him in games. Absolutely, so far, man. I mean, you know, and they're putting up some numbers. That's because McVay's just a genius, and, like, like, and he has Cooper Cup. I like, you know, the bail him out of situations. Absolutely. I like any any time he needed a like, any time he needed to make a a play needed to be made. That's the guy he was looking to. And I was sitting there thinking to myself that like that Super Bowl would have been a lot different if Cooper Cup had a played. Yeah, probably because it had just been another guy that they'd have had to contend with. So, like I said, man, Jared Goff just ain't hitting, you know, for me. Like, I think he's overrated as shit. But I think that my, he's... My, my, my thing is, like, they didn't use Todd Gurley not nearly enough. What is no. this What is this load management? So, so, the thing is, because he has, like, a... He has a really weird type of injury that they're not trying to exacerbate. So, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, they're just being real careful with him, which ain't really working. No. But, uh... Because they, they had no running game to speak of. Outside earlier. of Gurley. You know, because Gurley's a great running back. And, you know, they were able to get some production out of Anderson. Yeah. But it just... God damn, you I'm know. I'm talking about, like, uh, Sunday night. It wasn't... Oh, it yeah, wasn't, no, it wasn't hitting. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. And the thing is, Baker Mayfield's offensive line is terrible. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, granted... I mean, the thing is, you know... Brandon, you had Aaron Donald to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's a nightmare. But the other thing, too, is, um, you know, like I said, their their tackle play ain't it. Like, no, fucking... It Baker, Baker Mayfield has been under duress. And the thing is, Baker Mayfield has been trying to run the ball, mostly. Like, like hasn't been trying to run the ball at all to get away from it. He just keeps looking to throw. Yeah. And he's like, eh. You know, which he'll get better at that, obviously. You know, like again, Baker uh, May- Baker Mayfield's fine. He's all right. He's not overrated like Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan says that 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 statement was complete garbage. Like yeah, considering the fact, like, dude, you drafted Mark Sanchez. If anybody knows about and Mark Sanchez, like, you know, he wasn't great, but at the same time, like, you know, Mark Sanchez did. It's just, just the only reason that's an overreaction because of how fucking good and talented the pieces are surrounding Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb is great. Fucking Odell, uh, Odell and Jarvis Landry are great. Njoku is... Uh, he he ex- didn't play last night. He didn't bro. play because he's going to miss a month or so. But he's an exciting young tight end. Um, the defense has some fucking stars on it. Um, but yeah, man. Like Miles Garrett, you know, and the like. And uh, so, my thing is, looking at this team, I think that Freddie Kitchens is not really putting Baker Mayfield in situations to succeed Mm-mm. like either like I'm looking at I'm just looking at the way the shit is and Freddie Kitchens real 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 talk um has taken away some of like Baker's best strengths um like improvising yeah yeah and fucking it just I don't know man it just isn't quite there 
like the play calling doesn't suit Baker's skill set. And the mere fact, you know, Odell didn't miss some time because he didn't, he wasn't in camp. Yeah. And all that stuff. Like, I feel like they'll get it together eventually. Yeah. But I think like the, the whole thing about like you know Baker Mayfield being overrated. That's I think, bit, I think that, that's, that's really little, premature. That's a little bit premature. Just like you know whenever he was doing well, like people calling him the next saver. That mm. was also premature. Yeah, so exactly. If you know, so if we're gonna be premature with the praise, we gotta be premature with the criticism as well. So yeah. as well as well. Like and my thing is like whenever whenever. Whenever he wasn't, whenever he did a two-step drop, because like, you know that yeah. Rams D line was in his ass, at, in his eye, in his ass. Whenever he was getting the ball out quick, he was making things happen. Yeah, and the other thing too is uh, they because, were t- because oh yeah, because their linebackers, they though they have upgraded, like you know they still can't really pass, they really can't cover and pass coverage like that. Yeah, they were talking about. Um, so they were talking about um, the other thing too is. Baker really linked up with their quarterbacks coach last year, and the yeah. quarterbacks coach was kind of the reason he was having all that success. Mm-hmm. And uh, so apparently, you know, like obviously he's not the quarterbacks coach now, and uh, he's somewhere else. I think. Yeah, I think he's somewhere else. And um, so that's kind of been a thing too. Is there's no continuity for his second season, which that's a big deal in the NFL, man. You know, I mean, like as much as I don't necessarily love Bill O'Brien, I think that. Deshaun Watson has really benefited from continuity. Yeah. I think Patrick Mahomes has benefited from continuity. Jared Goff has benefited from continuity. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Since, you know, that second, you know, year that McVay took over. Yeah. These quarterbacks need that. They need that structure. They need that continuity. Otherwise, like you it. look at Mariota and Winston. I like it. You know? And on a smaller degree, Sam Darnold. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, but, um, but yeah, so like I said, um, if I'm not the Brown, if I'm a Browns fan, you know, I would have tempered expectations after that first loss mm-hmm. because the offensive line's still shitty. But at the same time, uh, see, your tackles are so are so damn trash. Uh, like there were there were sets in the game, there were times in the game where they had Aaron Donald playing defensive end. Yep, yep, exactly. They were ta- they were attacking the weak points of your uh, mm-hmm. and, and Aaron Donald was getting by tackles. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like you don't uh, like a, a defensive tackle doesn't get by an elite tackle. That no. does not happen. No, no, it doesn't. Like, you know, again, you know, I like you know a semi like you know okay Joe. I like he's not getting by Joe Thomas. A semi okay hurt Joe Thomas if that no. was happening. No, absolutely not. Joe Thomas will stonewall him. Yeah. So you know again, but uh yeah so that's which is kind of crazy because I know ba- uh, Baker's been getting a lot of flack because like he's been doing more commercials and mm-hmm. Joe Thomas like you know says something about that yeah. and he was saying like he said it's not a problem but I kind of find it concerning just for the mere fact you know I th- I feel like he's more worried about building his brand than football yeah, yeah. Like, and Joe Thomas may be wrong but at the same time Joe Thomas is probably that's probably a top five tackle I have ever seen yeah he's and great I like him in the best football the player they've had in the last 25 years yeah probably 50 since Jim Brown yeah he's, he's so, so whenever that guy speaks you kind of have to listen yeah and he should know enough about blocking for trash ass quarterbacks to kind of speak on that yeah for sure for sure so, you know so I like so but to me uh, uh, but to me I like I, I don't find it a problem my, my thing is like you just have to produce on the field as well but yeah, but but the mere fact that joe thomas said that like i kind of have to take that in consideration because that is joe thomas oh yeah for sure just to who he is just to who he is and just the respect i have for him not only as a person but as a player you know so uh the last game was the bears redskins boy that was a snoozer 
Fucking um It was exciting for me just because I I enjoy watching Khalil Mack work. Yeah, I was gonna say if you like watching the Bears get turnovers, then that was the game for you. If you don't, which I am a Vikings fan, I don't like watching the Bears do shit well. But you like Khalil Mack. I like Khalil Mack. He's great, but he's fun to watch. I fucking hate that he was in the Bears. I like Akeem Hicks, too. I wish he didn't fucking play for the Bears either. You know? I wish Eddie Jackson didn't play for the Bears. They have great fucking... Their defense is retarded. It's so good. But um, they forced like six turnovers or something in this game. They had a pick six. They fucking picked off Keenum like two or three times. They forced two or three fumbles. It was crazy, man, and it was everywhere. Like, Mac was there, Hicks was there, um, Trevathan was there, Danny Trevathan, fucking Fuller, yeah, at Fuller, haha, Clinton Dix, yeah, like, like they it, they were everywhere, man. That defense is crazy good. Roquan Smith was doing his thing. Oh, absolutely. even though he had a he had a quiet game because like you know everybody else was being lit. Yeah. Now I'll say this: um, Akeem Hicks left in that game early, so that's a cause for concern. And also Taylor Gabriel had to leave after having probably a career game. He had a um, he had a he had three touchdowns in a span of six minutes. Yeah. At one point, um, you know he was just taking taking over. He was just taking over. Um, now. Clearly, um, Nagy tried to simplify the system for Trubisky. Because he sucks. Because he sucks and he's not accurate down he, on the field. Dude, this motherfucker is not good, man. I, 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 I've i watched a lot of Mr. Trubisky games over the last three years. Mm-hmm. It's been three years since. Two years or three years, something like that. Oh, I, I was telling a lot of people, because like, I was giving Mr. I was one of the few people that gave Mr. Trubisky the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, look, let me get, let me get one more season on let, under yeah. one, one more offseason under Matt Nagy's system. After the two primetime games I've seen him play, I, this guy isn't it. No, he's not. Like, he's not because they could have won that Packer game. Uh, like if they, if you could have made, if he had done anything, anything. they would have won that Packer game against the Packers. Um, because like, cause your de- his defense was good enough to hold Aaron Rodgers to ten points. Yeah, exactly. And anytime you can hold Aaron Rodgers to ten points, I like that's a win. Yeah, you should be able to win that game. Yeah, any elite quarterback that you hold under ten points, and you should be able thing, to win that and game. And the thing is, there's about six minutes left. Case Keenum, they the like the yard discrepancy in the second half. There was a point in time where the Redskins had like 200 yards, yeah, and the Bears had 60. In since the second half started, and they were moving the ball and they scored and they tried to go that's for two and they missed it. Out. Yeah, and uh, which obviously that's significant, yeah. but you got to take advantage of that sort of thing. And the Redskins were. But they had a play where they were going for it on fourth and one, and they knocked the ball out. It would have been a scoring drive. Like yeah. if the Bears' defense wasn't so good, the Redskins would have probably actually had them on the ropes. Yes, but uh, the Bears, late, the Bears would probably be one and two instead of two and one. Uh, yeah, for sure. Huh. So, and that's all on Mitch Trubisky. He ain't he, shit. He fucking played better. I like. There were a lot of throws that he overthrew. Receivers couldn't get to. Now, like, it's just watching him infuriates me. Yeah. Because I see this I love shit. watching him. Well, of course you it's, do. It's like, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I hate watching that defense, even though it's talented. But I love watching fucking... Yeah, I love watching well, Mr. Trubisky because, because he's trash. Of course, because every t- like whenever you're facing Mr. Trubisky, like you always feel like you have a chance because Mr. Trubisky is their fucking quarterback. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Oh uh, yeah, but what? But I think like man, I think if he can't if he can't turn it around this season, like if I if I'm Chicago, I'm I'm probably trying to look elsewhere. Oh, absolutely. I'd be looking if I'm Chicago. You know, I do. If the Panthers are stupid enough not to pick up Cam Newton, which yeah, we'll Cam talk Newton. about that later, I'd get Cam Newton because fuck it. Yeah. Know? If you had Cam Newton with that defense, yeah, Super Bowl, it'd be wild. You know. 
So, now, granted, the, I'll say this. The Bears need to get another receiver because Taylor Gabriel's a solid three. Yeah. But, you know, Allen Robinson I is like, solid. But yeah, he's really, he's really good, but he's not there yet. He has the potential to be a one, but he's more suited to he's be like a two. He's like a two right now. Yeah, He's exactly. more so of a two right now because he's still trying to figure it out. Oh, for sure. You for know sure. what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, they need they need to get a number one receiver, but Mitch Trubisky has a play back. Like, there was some throws, and there was some turnovers, and there was a pick that he had. I'm like, bro, why'd you throw that? Yeah, exactly. It was terrible. It was the same thing with the Packers game. Like, that pick in the end zone, like, man, you – you can't can't have that man yeah exactly you know it's it's wild man you know what i'm saying like if you had some cachet like you could probably do that but you haven't done nothing within this league or in that offense for them to trust you to make that kind of mm-hmm. throw exactly exactly man um, you know what i'm saying like if you had like an elite quarterback like a if aaron Rodgers is to make a mistake like that you like you'll live with that yeah because sure. more so than not he makes that throw yeah you haven't made enough of those throws for somebody to be like we trust you to make that throw yeah exactly i'm was, trusting eli manning to make that throw before i'm trusting mr biscuit to make that throw i was like me last week when i watched the uh, vikings packers game i was screaming at fucking uh kirk cousins when he threw that ball into double coverage yeah i was screaming at him like you know I was like, what are you doing? I was in the middle of the bar. I was like, what are you doing? And all my friends I was with busted out laughing. I was like, $84 million for this shit? Fuck you, Kirk Cousins. I was losing my mind. <laughs> was so, everybody else looking at you at the bar like, who the hell, hell is yeah, this man? Yep, yep, yep. Pretty much. I didn't care. So that shit was trash. Did you had your Viking stuff on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they knew what I was upset about. <laughs> so, but, uh,. Dude, uh, the Lions fan, there was a Lions fan there that felt so bad for me. He bought me a shot. Really? Yeah, that's how bad he felt for me because he saw that throw. He's like, buddy, let me get you a shot. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> a Lions fan the felt Lions pity fan. for me. The in Lions that moment. fan. That's wild, isn't it? I like a note and like, and I should feel. I that should guy was nice as shit, though. He was. I should pity the Lions fan. What bar was you at? Uh, we were at Wild Wings. Um, in Anderson? No, we were at Wild Wings in uh, Charlotte. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it was my friend's bachelor party. Oh, okay. So. You know, but that was this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was the past weekend. Not, not, not this weekend, but the weekend before last. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was, it was chill. But uh, but yeah, man. Like well, I said, I said, said Mitch Trubisky sucks. I like, you know, this team is great in spite of him. Mm-hmm. I like, hopefully, you know, say like, hopefully he'll like he'll he'll prove me wrong. Ryan hopes that he'll prove me I right. He continues to prove Hill right. He's trash. You know what I'm saying? Like Ryan wants him to prove me right. I mean. Prove me right, but I hope that he proves me wrong because I don't have to deal with him. Yep. And you know, I'm not hateful, but I like this defense is too talented not to be trying to compete for a fucking Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. This is a defense. This defense is Super Bowl caliber. Yeah. This offense is butt soup deluxe. I mean, if you had somewhat of a decent quarterback, like this, like this team is as a whole is Super Bowl caliber. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. But Mr. Trubisky is holding him back. I'm like, and I don't care about that damn touchdown. My mother could have thrown that fucking touchdown. Oh, man, the, the bootleg that yeah. he had. That shit was trash. It, it was garbage. All I do, he was wide open. He, he was so damn wide open that... Mm-hmm. I like he could have just ran with the football. Yeah, he had enough. I like he just wanted them fantasy points. I guess I don't know. I like you know, but coming up next. <laughs> oh man, I like Jalen Ramsey wants out of out of Jacksonville. I mean, who the fuck doesn't? You know, we'll get into that in our call of the week. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard, Podomatic Radio. Do y'all motherfuckers want some furniture? I like baby girls with the curvatures. 
price is so good, you just can't beat them. You got baby girls, motherfucker, let me meet them. Looking for a couch or a sofa? Damn, baby girl, you look good, man, over. Come, come on, what? man, we're this trying to sell furniture. This shit is fire. This is not a mixtape. that my shit coming soon. Stop. I'm Tim, the couch king. And I'm Dashy, the sofa guy. And together, together we are Dashy, Dashy and Tim's Sofa Furniture Warehouse. Warehouse. Where, where everything, everything is, is on sale. Damn me some good ass prices. Man, look at our showroom. This shit big as fuck. It's filled to the brim with couches and sofas. Oh, uh, both of all that. For real. Hey, they got my favorite couch right there. Yo, that's my favorite sofa. Mine too. Make sure y'all come in this weekend for our Memorial Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, Columbus Day, Kwanzaa, Thanksgiving Day Sale. This weekend, doors, doors open, open at 3, 3 p.m. Make sure you motherfuckers be here or be square. Hey fam, check out this comfy ass couch we got right here. Damn, that's comfy. This right here is 100% Egyptian leather, straight from China. So say you got a bitch coming through, right? And she been walking around all day, so she's tired and shit, right? Oh snap, is this that new Egyptian leather couch? Straight from China. Let me sit right here with you. Please do, baby. Damn, this shit is mad comfortable. I'll give you pub. Please give me the pub. Bad credit? No credit. We got a problem. I'm not fucking with y'all. Man, cash only. Nothing bigger than hundreds, all right? Nothing. Damn, these some good ass prices. Everything we got in the showroom is quality shit. Our stuff is only 100% leather. And pleather for the vegans. Yeah, so do our stuff got Velcro? More like Vel no. Everything is so ass is. So once you go out the dough, can you return it? No. I know what y'all thinking. Dachi, Dachi. I'm not looking for no furniture. That's all right, check out this 1992 Saturn SL. This is a bad motherfucker right here. It's only got 800,000 miles on the bitch. It run good, AC good, everything good. You probably wondering, how you know, bitch, it's my car. Please. It's good, I promise. Y'all got some furniture you don't want anymore? Oh, y'all got some shit that y'all don't want and y'all wanna bring it in to trade it in? We can't help y'all. What the fuck we gonna do with that no, shit? No, why would we want that? We don't want that shit. Listen, our doors open at 3. And we close at 6. And we go to lunch between 4 and 5. Sometimes 5.30, depending on how the line is. Just DM. Just DM. Yeah, right? like shoot him a DM. And uh, like if we open. Man, this is some bullshit. I ordered a leather couch. I had to pick it up myself and it was in a giant box. When I got home and opened it, it was inflatable. So I brought it back to complain. And I finally got inside the building and I realized, ain't none of this shit real, man. I, I ordered that couch from somebody else. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? They they sell quality, yeah, quality yeah. stuff. Do me a favor, sit down on this couch right here. There ain't, ain't no couch. There's a fucking couch right behind you. Sit down on it. Ooh, I'm tired. Sit I'm gonna sit. Oh, so comfortable. It's real comfortable. That's Egyptian leather, homie. Um, I'm really not sure what I'm doing here. Uh, I asked these guys for directions. Um, and then I ended up in a green screen room. I guess shop at Dashy and Tim's Furniture Warehouse. Damn me some good ass prices! Don't forget to check out our official website, www.dashyandtimfurniturewarehouse.gov 
forward slash consciousness. FBI! Oh, FBI! What's up guys? This is the scoreboard quote of the week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things, but as everybody knows, we will focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? I'm talking about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. What's up, everybody? It's the quote of the week, and I'll go first since my man, the Arcade, is dying here. Oh, yeah. Yes. I like, oh, it's real. It's real. I like oh, this. Shout out to my cousin, Lionel, for this. I like, the quote of the week is from him. He said, if you don't pick a day or two to relax your body, then your body will pick one for you. Dude, that's real. That's real as hell. I, I think that might be part of what's happening to me right now. <laughs> but, um... Like, you out here being Superman. Yeah, basically. Just running around all over the place, doing stuff, having to be involved in my friend's wedding. I like, uh, bro, like, you you start to realize, you know, because I'm 30 years old now. I'm starting to realize I can't do the same shit. Yeah, I can't, I, man. I like, I can, well, I can do the same shit. It just has to be... I remember when I was 25, like, a lot of that shit, I could do that no problem. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, 30 is kind of more of, like, a struggle. It's like I have to, like, plan uh, and choose to do things. I like, and it just happened gradually, man. I like, it's, it's crazy. Father uh, Time's undefeated. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I saw this on Twitter. Normally, I'm good about trying to give credit to people, but I just, I don't feel like looking up who said it. Um, it's on my Twitter page. If you guys want to go look at it, I retweeted it. Um, you go follow me at R underscore K-A-Y-D-E. Yep, shameless Twitter plug because who gives a fuck? Um, anyways, um, so yeah, um, I saw a thing that just said all sex is casual sex if you're not wearing a bow tie. And that shit caught me slipping. I just thought it was really I don't even, I, I've kinda, I, I think I saw that. I just didn't know what the fuck that meant. Yeah, that's I just like, funny. Y'all like, you slay more chicks than Magic Johnson, so I figured you could oh, educate me. Oh, nah, 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 bruh. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't even like that over here, <laughs> Chief. Um, the Ryan K Reservoir was dry for many years. <laughs> reservoir. That shit was drier than fuck. Pen <laughs> my penis, yo, my penis used to look like the fucking Infinity War. You know what I mean? The, the Infinity snap. Gauntlet? No, the snap. Like, motherfuckers are dusty. My my dick was dusty. 
Like, yeah, the, you had to dust it off, had to blow off. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, uh, like y'all know the arcade is just being modest, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I stumbled into sex every now and again. You know, <laughs> those poor, stupid girls. But um, or lucky girls. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I was more lucky than stupid. I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah, no, you. Know what I'm saying, but... Somebody got to build me up right now because I ain't building up shit. <laughs> build up this sleep later. Oh, God damn. Man. I like somebody who's also sick. I like is Jalen Ramsey. Like like he, yep. t- he informed his team that he's sick and he, uh, he's sick and he's not gonna practice all week. Motherfuckers still want to get traded. Yeah, I so... was joking that his illness was <laughs> I want to get traded. I'm sick and tired of the Jaguars franchise. That was his. Illness. Yeah, that's all I was saying. I was like, well, losing itis. Yep, exactly. The motherfucker tired. You uh, know, Gardner Minshew look all right. You know, he look all right. And there ain't a lot of film on him, but he look all right. Yeah, like he'll get figured out eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so again, I guess, I guess it's just one of those things. Which, granted, I kind of like that these players are starting to get to the point where they're like, man, I'm sick of playing for these sorry ass franchises. Just fucking trade me, man. Yeah, because these franchise. Yeah, like I don't. Man, how can I put this? I like, I, I agree where you're going because a lot of these franchises suck and they don't do right by their players. Yep. Like the mere, I like, I hate the Miami Dolphins for failing Dan Marino. Oh, absolutely. Like fuck them forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hate us for failing Darrell Rivas, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, Curtis Martin, and uh, Nick Mango. Hey yeah. man, we failed Chris Carter and Randy Moss and Robert Smith and any John num- Randall, John Randall, any number of them dudes. Randall, Ma- Randall McDaniel. Fuck yeah, we suck, bro. <laughs> fuck the Vikings, bro. So so whenever and a lot of people are sitting there looking at it like you know, all oh, he's being selfish and all like, but me and me and the are root for some shit teams. I like you know they've had some great players that should be champions that aren't champions and are, are upset because our franchise couldn't. Do what was necessary to even put them in a position to do so. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you know, you appreciate the loyalty of a guy like Damian Lillard or, uh, you know, um, an Allen Iverson while it's happening. But at the same time, when a franchise ain't wanting to do right by you, then, you know, sometimes you got to kind of knock back, like, you know, like freaking Kobe was doing that. Kobe actively was like, trade me. Y'all suck. I hate this shit. And yeah. they're like, nope. And he's like, all right, well, fuck, I guess I'll keep hooping. And they're like, don't worry, we'll get you some people. Yeah, they but, but, us all. That, but that's Jerry Buss, though. I trust Jerry Buss. But, yeah. So like that, he has a tradition of winning. But, like, somebody like the fucking Jaguars, it's kind of hard when you don't really have a track record and it doesn't look like you're not. And you, you don't. He's been in that facility a lot more than we have. Yep. So, like, he knows a lot more than we do that he sees things aren't really going yep. in the direction that it needs to be going. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it sounds like Tom Coughlin isn't overly enamored with Ramsey anyways just because of Ramsey's attitude. But, you know, it is what it is. He's not a Tom Coughlin guy, but then again, like, you know. I don't it, know how many dudes in this current NFL are. Are. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Strahan talked about it whenever he was with the uh, he was with the Giants. Whenever they were kind of on free fall, and Michael Strahan just sat in the office and told him, "Like, look, you need to ease up because you know people aren't going to want to play for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Free agents aren't want to going to be here, and the, and, the, and the good players that we all, that we do draft are like you know once they their contract is up, they're not going to want to resign. Yeah, you gotta you gotta ease it up, and they ended, and after that he eased up and won two Super Bowls. Yep, there you go. So again. You know, that militant stuff works while it works, but then when it doesn't, it really doesn't. I like, you know, so only somebody like Bill Belichick 
mm-hmm. can do something like that because his cachet and like his accolades speak for itself. Oh yeah, show enough, show enough. But again, um, like I said, with Jalen Ramsey, I honestly am not mad at this because um, you know the NFL out of all the teams. They're probably the ones with the least amount of control. Yeah. You know, like, the pl- the players' union is, like, the weakest. Yeah, the player union sucks. Yeah, like, it with just... With Marie Smith like, heading it, yeah, they, they suck. Well, yeah, it's just, like I said, as far as the three major sports, football, baseball, basketball, they have the weakest players' union, and they have, the, like, just the weakest representation, and their contracts are the shittiest by far, which reflects that, you know, which obviously yeah. there's a salary cap. So they have hard to, salary cap. Yeah, so they have to kind of work within the confines of that. So that's its own set of issues. And he's still in his rookie contract. I don't think that's even an issue because Jalen Ramsey of the mindset that he's good enough that he's going to get his money. Oh, absolutely. He, like he just doesn't want to be there in a losing culture. I like he. Yep. Okay, this dude came from Florida State whenever they were still kind of about some shit when James oh, yeah. Winston was there. Oh yeah. And all that stuff and Jimbo Fisher like and dudes about winning. You know, yep. he hangs around primetime Deion Sanders. You know, kind of affect primetime can have on you. You know, so I just think it's just a mere fact he wants to get out of that losing culture. Basically, he did all he can do. I like, you know, he developed himself in one of the best corners in the league. I like, on his end, there's there's not much more no. that he can do. No, again, and you know, like, Jacksonville's Jacksonville. That's fine, well, and good. You know, and their defense looks a lot better. But, like, Jesus Christ. You know, again, it just, it ain't hitting. You and, it had, and it hadn't been hitting since Jack Del Rio was there. Yep, and, like, yep. and they kind of failed him, too. Like, if Jack Del Rio had a semblance of a quarterback, those Jacksonville Jaguar teams would have been hitting yeah, a Yeah, I mean, because Br- Brunel was solid for a while. That was Tom Coughlin. But that was when Tom Coughlin was there, and I was like, well, Del Rio never got a quarterback. You know, like, he you had know, Byron Leftwich and yeah, David which Garrard. By- yeah. But the, the, David Carr was a lot better than those guys. No. I mean, Derek Carr was a lot better than both of those guys. I'm sorry. No. And, like, you've seen what he did in Oakland with that. Mm-hmm. I felt like they gave up on that prematurely. But mm-hmm. that's near here or there. Yep, yep, sure you know enough. what I'm saying? So, with that being said, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, because they want two first rounders for him. I don't think they're going to. I don't gonna think get, any team's going to give that up. up. And not, not, not with them knowing that he wants to leave anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's it's almost one of those things where, like, eh, well. We'll just know. wait till we, he's a free agent because he's not yep. going to resign. Yeah, exactly. Now, granted, I'll say this. If I was the Chiefs, I might would be willing to buy in on that just to get a shutdown corner to go with Tyron Matthew. Just to give you a guy on the back end, mm-hmm. I might would do that. But outside of that, I don't think any team in the league really wants to go after Jalen Ramsey right now. I like, I feel like, yeah, I'm with you on that because I feel like uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are a Super Bowl acquisition mode right now. Exactly. So like, they are, they don't care about giving up whatever the 30th, 31st, 32nd pick two years in a row. Yeah. They don't care about that. They'll do. They, that. They're gonna be low picks anyway. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they were a bad call away from making it to the Super Bowl last year. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, I like, and Andy Reid is a good evaluator of talent. And Andy Reid has dealt with players like this before. That would be a good situation for him. Yeah, I think so, too. But, um, you know, like I said, that's the ideal landing place for Jalen Ramsey. But ultimately, we'll just kind of see how it unfurls. Cause, yeah, because yeah, that's uh, two first-round picks. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, they ain't hitting. That just it just real talking. That, that, that's a lot. I like you know it's was, it was one of those type of things for me. Uh, and I, I kind of like the further away you are from the ball, the less I give up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to give up a first, yep. but I'm not willing to give up two. Yep. You know, I'm giving up two first rounders to somebody like a Khalil Mack or somebody like yep. that. Somebody who can who can 
affect the ball game like in different ways. I like that's somebody you give a first round pick to. Yeah, I get your point because I mean the closer the closer they are to the ball, the more the impact they have. Not to diminish anything Jalen Ramsey does no, because not- Jalen Ramsey is a special fucking cornerback. But at the same time, you know, Jalen Ramsey's Jalen Ramsey, whereas Khalil Mack is Khalil Mack might be the best defensive player in football. Yeah. He's a fucking terror. Yeah. I like Khalil, Khalil Mack is probably the best pass rusher at the linebacker position I've seen since Vaughn Miller. Yep. Yeah, he's really talented, man. So, ultimately, like, you know, you can give up draft capital for guys like that, but like you said, the farther away you get from the ball. I mean, granted, Jalen Ramsey kind of will follow a team's best best receiver yes. and take him away consistently the whole game. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's very valuable. You know, got you playing a guy like Julio Jones, you're like, nah, you beat me with somebody else. You ain't beat me with Julio Jones, though. Yeah, most you, definitely. You know, huh? you, you playing the Texans, huh? fucking Nuke Hawkins, you know, which Nuke and Jalen both have said, like, yeah, that's like my favorite guy to play against in the league. They're like, hey, you just got to be on your toes, man. So, yeah, you got to be on your game. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I like, I know, because uh, I agree with you, because uh, if I'm you, like, if I'm Kansas City, I would do that, because I would feel like. If you have somebody like Jalen Ramsey that will give that de- a defense, like, you know, an attitude. Yeah. And a swagger. Yeah. I, like, I think you can be able to go to a Foxborough or, like, or you can match up toe-to-toe with New England. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. New England is, uh, New England, uh, like, you know, is quietly having injuries everywhere. Yeah, they very much are, which you is, know. which, you know, again... We say the same thing every year, like, oh, they look vulnerable early. And but they like, don't. And then they don't. They aren't actually. They so. aren't actually. All right, they're too deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But still, because like, Mahomes, like, he's on his way to win MVP. Another MVP. MVP. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, – that kid's wild, man. But, yeah, so like I said, on the back end, you pair him – you pair Jalen Ramsey with Tyron Matthew. Matthew. I think a lot of good shit had happened in your defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like a lot. So we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that. So coming up next – uh, Cam Newton, like, is out again. I like, and Carolina Panther fans are uh, looking for his head. We'll we'll debate and we'll discuss that next on the Scoreboard Podomatic Radio. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm gonna make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm, I hope a beat up converted into hip hop. Hey kids, it's back to school time. And what do you get the best for the lowest price? The 50 cent store where everything costs 50 cent. Not 99 cent, not 75 cent, 50 cent. Go back to school in style with thousands of items like gently used notebooks, 50 cent, pencil nubs, 50 cent, a thermos with no top, 50 cent, an eight pack of crayons with three missing, 50 cent, recently expired Lunchables, 50 cent, and whatever the this is, 50 cent. Do we have Star Wars lunchboxes? No. But we have Judge Mathis lunchboxes. Kids love Judge Mathis. So come on by the 50 Cent Store, or you might get shot. The 50 Cent Store, located at the corner of Route 4 and Myrtle, right behind the club. You 99 Cent Store, I cost half. All sales are final. 
You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcome, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. All right, everybody. It's that time. It's our Thug Life Moment of the Week. And if you want some thug shit, we want to hear from you. So email us at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. Or you can hit us up on the uh, on the like page at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at DXHeartbreakHit, all caps, two case. So, all right, I, you want to go first or I go first? I'll go first all this right. time. Um, so, my thug life moment of the week. Goes to this dude, Reno's parents, actually. Reno's parents. So, so this dude tweeted... But the parents or him? No, the parents. Okay. Yeah. So this dude tweeted out um, about a week or so ago. He's like, like, and it was clearly clear at Christmas. And he's like, I was nine and my parents caught me on Pornhub and forced me to have a picture taken. And here's a picture of this man... Looking real upset.net. <laughs> that he was caught on Pornhub? He was caught on Pornhub, and his parents made him take a picture of it on Christmas. That's some good shit. Well, really, that's not bad. That's not that bad. Oh, no, but I'm saying that the parents doing that is gangster. Yeah, that's gangster, but, you know, like, when you look back on it, you'd be like, you know what? It's not that bad. It's no, not, it's, it's not. It's not that bad, kid. I like, you know no. what I'm saying? Like, when you get older, your parents will realize, you know, there could be worse stuff you can do than watch oh, yeah. porn. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, most definitely. But that shit right there is most definitely gangster on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Bro, on Christmas. Yeah. Don't you got toys to be playing with? Dude, and like I said, the fact that the parents hit him with the full, like, we taking this fucking picture, and you this is going to be embarrassing you the rest of your life. That's some funny ass like, shit, bro. but it won't be unless you let it be. You yeah, know, like, like you, like you know, when you get older, kid. I don't know if you listen to the show, you probably don't. But if you are, like the arcade and, and uh, the heartbreak kid are going to give you some life life lessons. If they try to give you, if somebody tries to give you shit for watching Pornhub whenever you was nine, yeah, or like nine years old. I like you know, just tell them that you was ahead of the curve because they were going to be doing it whenever they were 13. Yeah, exactly. My man was just curious, but still real funny. Real, real funny. funny. I like you were ahead of the tur- you were ahead of the curve and you was before your time. Just like one of my old friends John Watson, which basically was the equivalent of you, sir. I like, you know, and people used to thought he was nasty, but all the nasty shit he was talking about bitches and dudes were later on doing in life. So really he was before his time. Yep. You know, so I like just then in middle school like he wasn't, but when we got to high school and written in real life y'all like he was but that's how that's how i learned about the birds and the bees my parents never taught me about that oh shit. yeah they stayed away from that shit i learned that shit from him yeah you know what i'm saying so uh, shout out to john watson if you're out there oh and shout out to him too because apparently he had another kid so pull out game week yeah pull out game week but congratulations so and i know you don't listen to this shit so mm-hmm. uh i like my thug life moment of the story uh thug life moment of the week goes to me Oh, nice. It goes to me. So, I wanted to tell this a couple weeks ago, but, you know, other stuff was going on. And last week, you know, we had other obligations and stuff. But this goes to me, and this happened at DragonCon. So, I like... 
for anybody that knows me or that's been watching my Instagram stories or following me on social media, I like I was Spider Man for Dragon Con this year. So nice. so so that means I had to be like, you know, in a spandex suit. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know, I'm not the skinniest person in the world, but fuck it. You only live once and I had a mask on so nobody knew who I was. So and it's something I wanted to fucking do. Fuck yep. it. You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of people liked it. So, I was walking across, I was walking across the street, like a whole bunch of other people. And there was like this dude, like, you know, one, like one of these jacked up Jeeps. I think it was like a, I don't know what the fuck it was called. It's like one of them typical dudes. Yeah. Black dudes at high school that always be wanting to fuck on people because they think they're better than them. Oh, yeah. And he thought it was it was the, a cool idea to fuck on me. So, and, he, and like, he had a girl, apparently his girl was there with him. So, so like, he stops, and like, in the middle of the road, and he says, damn, Spidey, you big as hell. And I looked at him, I was like, funny enough, your girlfriend said that last night. Yep. Everybody started laughing at him. Yep. Every, yep. Like, he was about to get out the car, but cops were around, so... Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like, you know, well, like, bro, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't be trying to clown on somebody when they better at clowning than you are. Like, like straight up, all right, you got, like, you know what? You want to be an asshole and clown on somebody and then they better at it than you. Then you want to get mad and fight somebody. Yep, yeah. that sounds pretty yeah, like that. That's that's the thing to do. Yep. And I think he will, I think he will. Like, you should have seen the look on his face, because I could barely see, but my homeboy uh-huh. Scott was like, bro, you should have seen the look on his face. He was upset. His girl was laughing, though. Yeah. Because yeah, I like, because I know the way, because I heard him, like, it was like immediately, because as soon as I heard him say that, I knew he was talking about me. Yeah. So I looked at him, I pointed out, I'm like, hey, funny enough, that's what your girl told me last night. Yep, yep, there it is. And then I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, man, there you go. I'm about that action. I'm about that, that action. Fuck that guy. You know but- what I'm saying? So... <laughs> No, that's that's good shit, man. You should be proud of that. Oh, fucking yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> that's fuck fucking that, funny. Yep. But yeah, so. uh so uh we are slated to talk about my man Kyle Allen right now, yeah? And Cam Newton and what yeah. the Panthers should be doing about Cam Newton. Yes. Alright. So I have Kyle a- Allen who had a good game, but he's just a backup quarterback. I like and the mere fact just like men what's that guy's name? Minshew? Gardner Minshew. Okay. I like, you know, there's not and people are up in arms about Daniel Jones. There's no film on these guys yet. Yep. I like of course they're gonna have good games. Yep, sure enough. Sure oh. enough. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like I'm glad that they're having success. You know, for Panthers fans' sake and for Jaguars fans' sake, because y'all don't have a whole lot to talk about or to be cheerful about. So, yep. but for that thing, you got to put it in perspective. So, my thing is, you know, all I is just the over- overwhelming. It's more so Panther fans. You know, what I'm saying like I've been hearing a lot of Panther fans having chatter about how they're done with Cam Newton and stuff like Which that. Which that's been the for years. Like, pay, a thing that's interesting about low, like low, a low tier, really interesting thing to watch is for years, like you would watch certain fucking f- fans within the, uh, you know, Panthers fan base. Uh, let's just call them, let's call them racists. Uh, racists <laughs> were clamoring for Derek Anderson for no good reason. Like, anytime, like, Cam would get hurt and Derek Anderson would look all right, they'd be like, oh, look, Derek Anderson deserves a shot. Herpa derpa derpa. <laughs> that like, was a thing? Oh, hell yeah, man. Oh, wow. Dude, dude, one of my closest friends, uh, Zach Helms, he's a... He's a season ticket holder, right? He's a season ticket right, holder. So, uh, he, uh, he sits there and, you know, he goes to all these games and he watches all the other ones. And he talked to me about that for years. He's like, bro, so these dumbass motherfuckers talking about some... Oh yeah, we should play Derek Anderson. So 
we talked about how we were joking about how in preseason that clamoring will just switch to Kyle Allen and Will Greer. Yeah. And sure enough, it has. Now, I texted him and asked him, like, you know, because I figured he could give me more of an impartial kind of analysis. He was like, yeah, you know, he's like, he looked good. He goes, he made all the throws he needed to make. He goes, he made good decisions when stuff wasn't there. He goes, he didn't take any unnecessary hits. He goes, but uh, here's the thing. He's like, uh, you know, the Cardinals defense sucks. Yeah. He's like, so, you know, all that stuff's fine, well, and good. He's like, but, you know, I want to see if he can do it over a sustained period of time. He goes against some fairly quality opponents. Like, they're playing the Texans and, like, you know, a few opponents like that. So, he was talking about, like, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, but for the most part, like, you know, it was a chill. Uh, You know, there's obviously no film on this guy. But, uh, you know, at the same time, though, Zach was talking to me about, like, how He's like, man, Cam might be done. I don't know. Like, I can't say for certain. You know, obviously, I want him to come back and, um, you know, just to see what he's got because Lord knows Ron Rivera has not put that guy in situation to succeed. He's made him play when he was hurt terribly, mm-hmm. um, you know, repeatedly. And He's uh, never really gave him an offensive line. No, I mean, the thing is, the, the Panthers' right side of their offensive line is good now. And it's totally in spite of Ron Rivera, not yeah. because of Ron Rivera. So, um, you know, like they Taylor Moten ended up being good, and Trey Turner ended up being good, and then they went and got Paredes. Um, but yeah, on the on the left side of the line is Van Roten and Daryl Williams, who Daryl Williams is an overpaid piece of shit. He's yeah. awful. Yeah. And uh, Van Roten isn't very good either. So like the quarterback's blind side has been exploding all season. Um, so, ultimately, like, you know, if you're a Panthers fan, I get it. Like, Cam's hurt. Cam's shoulder doesn't look good. Cam might be washed, but I wouldn't be so, so quick. To, to try to uh, try to anoint, uh, like, a backup. Because the thing yeah. is, old buddy's a backup for a reason. And the, yeah. thing, and the thing that, you know, that pisses me off about Panthers fans, uh, uh, like, you guys sit here talking shit about Cam Newton like he wasn't a former league MVP. Like, he didn't lead you guys to a fucking Super Bowl. And yeah. you guys tend to realize at one point, like you had somebody named Jimmy Clausen as your fucking quarterback. Exactly. You you guys that like you've been winning Super Bowls. Like where the fuck does this attitude come from? Yeah, for real. I mean, it's just impatient and it's ignorant, and I don't understand it either. They need to. Um, they really need to appreciate what they have. I mean, because granted, because y'all gonna miss him when he's gone. Because franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. You know how long it took the Jets to get Sam Darnold? We haven't had a franchise quarterback since. Joe Namath, and yeah. that was like in the fucking sixties. Chad Pennington was okay. Yeah. Mark Sanchez took us to two uh, NFC t- uh, AFC title games, yeah. but it was it was no. Like, ask, ask the Dolphins how long is how like how hard it is to get a fucking franchise quarterback. Yep, yep. you know what I'm saying. Ask Ryan how how oh, hard I, is it's I, shit. Yeah, it's shit. It's impossible. So, um, here. So when you have a semi decent one, you need to. Try. Like, you need to appreciate it. Yeah. Like, granted, Cam Newton is not your typical, you know, saying quarterback, but he has a skill set that a lot of other quarterbacks that get that he gets compared to doesn't have. Yeah, it's true. Um, the other thing, though, too, is, um, you know, that's uh, interesting to me about it is I, I talked to Zach. Zach's not fully ready to move on from Cam, but he's saying that if the Panthers actually were smart, they would move on from Cam. 
He is saying, like, this is what the Panthers should do. It's not what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, man. He goes, you sit there. He goes, you tank this year. You draft an upper-tier lineman prospect, uh, like left guard, left tackle. Um, left tackle, preferably. Um, so you take one of those kind of guys. And then uh, the following draft, you tank hard and try to get Trevor Lawrence. So that was that was Zach's kind of if if the Panthers were actually smart. But the thing is, like they're too good not to do that. They have so many weapons and pieces. Exactly. Like they're 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 they suffer from being just talented enough to avoid a full tank job. Yeah. Sort of like we do. Like you know, like Kirk Cousins has one year on his deal. You know, and by the time he's done, yeah, the Vikings could draft Trevor Lawrence hypothetically, but they're not going to because they're not going to be. In they're position not going to be in position to, and their their team's too good to like for them to be in position to. Not unless you want to give up the house, and I don't think Rich mm. Spielman's in a position. No, nah, he's not in the business of doing that. No, 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 not not actually. Um, so like I said, that's kind of that's kind of the situation that the Panthers are in. But, so, but I can see, I, I can see uh, the fans' frustrations. Oh yeah, for sure. But at the same time, you guys are about as bad as Atlanta Falcons fans. Cause I heard of a lot of Atlanta Falcons fans, you know, talk about how Matt Ryan's trash. I'm like, really? I like the guy that went to a fucking Super Bowl. Granted, he didn't win it. And I he got won an MVP. I like he's a fucking MVP. I like it's crazy. I was sitting there talking to somebody. It's crazy how you guys, you know, saying praise Michael Vick, and I love Michael Vick, but he's no, but he can't shine Matt Ryan's shoes as a fucking quarterback. Mike Vick done a lot of great things, and he's a legend in this game. Matt Ryan will probably be a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah, Matt Ryan. The the problem with Matt Ryan is he throws too many red zone picks. Yeah. Outside of that, Matt Ryan hasn't had any weak side protection in like three years. Yeah. So, you know, like since, since the Super Bowl. Since the Super Bowl. So, you know, and the other thing is they can't seem to fucking get any depth on their defense. They are, They are really struggling. They, those uh, late round draft picks, they bomb at those. Yeah, they're bombing that shit. So you know, it's um, it's pretty whack. So, uh, ultimately though, um, like I said, I I don't have a ton of patience for the Panthers bemoaning and crying about. Um, but yeah, well, just for just for the mere fact that a couple of seasons ago you were singing this guy's praises. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. And they're so ready to jump all over him, but uh. The quick, the thing for me, like I said, I respect what Zach was saying. Like, yeah, man, if we were smart, we'd fucking tank and then try to like get a get a good pick this year and next year. But at the same time, it's just not really feasible for them. Yeah, you know, so they're not gonna do that because why would they do that? So you know, again, like I love um, I I love Cam Newton's like you know skill set. I always have. The only thing I the only problem I have with Cam Newton is like he needs to bring his. Uh, he needs to bring his completion percentage up and yeah. the mere fact those goofy outfits. Outside of that, yeah. I don't have a problem with Cam Newton. Yeah, no shit. You no know shit. what I'm saying? Like, you can do a lot worse than Cam Newton at the quarterback Yeah, you position. could. Your, your quarterback could be the living human Ken doll, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins. That's a lot worse in my opinion. <laughs> you know, or your quarterback could be out here eating ass and catching a mono like Sam Darnold. Yeah, dog. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, who knows? But, I like you know, or you could have Eli Manning. You're like it's just a lot worse. I like you know what I'm saying. I'm, uh, it just, I mean, it, it, it tears me up just for the mere fact you know a guy that's never really had a franchise quarterback. And I love Sam Donald to death, but the jury's still out on him, so I can't really give him that that clout that clout yet. But the mere fact you know, I'm I'm a fan of a franchise who hasn't had a 
franchise yep. quarterback like in 50 years. Same. You know, and and people that do have a franchise, franchise quarterback complain and shit. I used to watch Packers fans complain about fucking Brett Favre all the time. You live with the Favre, you die by the Favre. And I'm like, yeah, I hear that. But you won a Super Bowl with him. And you went to another. And he went to another. And, and he won he was, two MVPs. Yeah, he won. At, at one point, Brett Favre was the best quarterback in football. For like a six-year period, Yeah, that was it. That Brett Favre was the fucking man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, this is pre-Tom Brady, pre-Ben Roethlisberger, pre-Drew Brees. Like this one, Peyton Manning was like first getting in. Yeah, and like, still through a lot, through a lot, a lot of turnovers. Picks, yeah, like and all that. You know, so Brett Favre was the guy. Yep. It was him and John Elway. Yeah. Uh, uh, an aging John Elway. Yeah. Dan Marino was still kind of around. Yeah. But, you know, he was languishing out in Miami. But as far as like, you know, elite quarterbacks that were doing shit mm-hmm. and their teams were winning, it was those guys. Yep. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those type things. It's, uh, like my thing to Panther fans is, I can understand. You know, you have the talent and all that stuff. You should be better than what you are, and I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, you shouldn't be so quick to shut the door on Cam Newton because yep. the guy's a special talent. Like he 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 didn't win an MVP and lead you guys to a Super Bowl without his number one receiver by being trashed. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Granted, your defense was elite, but he, Cam also had to score points on the ground and throwing. Yep, yep. Sure That's enough. how he was able to win MVP. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? So, I like... And, and eventually, you know, with him being a big body and him playing the way he does, he's, his body's going to have to break down. And that goes on Ron Rivera on, like, you know what I'm saying? Not getting him. Not getting him. Off, offensive line. Yep, and not, like... I mean, the thing is, Cam was big enough to absorb a lot of hits and run the ball. It's starting to catch up to him now, like yeah. we knew it would. But he could have avoided a lot of this degradation... You know, I mean, this is a guy that literally, like, fucked up his ankle in a car wreck, came back to his team as quick as he could. Like, Cam Newton tries to play. Yeah, it's you know? not like he's trying. That's the one thing I, I can't accuse Cam Newton for. He's never tried to short you guys of effort. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like, if anything, you should appreciate the man for that. He tries to be available. Yep. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though he can be a diva, like, and all that other stuff, but, like, he he cares about the fans and he tries, you mm-hmm. know, he's about winning. Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? So, it's just, like, it just infuriates me to see Panthers fans, like, a, fran- a franchise, y'all don't have no Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I can understand the Patriots fans being that way because they have six Super mm-hmm. Bowls, and and at that point, there's a standard you kind of have well, to live by. Or the Steelers. That, that, Dad and I were talking about after, like, Trevor Lawrence leaves Clemson. DJ Ugalale, like he's he's stepping into a tough situation. Like even though he's really talented, just as every bit as touted as Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. But the thing is There's a standard now. There's a standard now and our fans are gonna be fucking stupid about him. And they're probably gonna be mean as shit to oh, him. Oh yeah. So like, just like they were with Kelly Bryant. Yeah, exactly. Because Kelly, to me, Kelly Bryant had it worse just for the mere fact. Oh, absolutely. He replaced Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence was coming in after. Exactly. They, there was no win. There was no win. They, he couldn't win. At least with this guy, like, you know, if you somewhat yeah. if you somewhat win, like, you know, Clemson fans will have some kind of love for you. But Kelly Bryant, there was a no-win well, situation. Well, um, again, uh, like I said, um, there um, – there really isn't uh, too much to say outside of uh, and the, thing the fact it, that the Panthers just don't appreciate their dude enough. They, they y'all don't appreciate y'all dude enough. And my thing is, since you guys are so dumb with them, I like name somebody out there that's available that you can get that's better. Exactly. I'll wait. I will wait. Please, mm. I will wait. Yep. Exactly. I like you can't. 
So, like, you know, from the arcade and myself, or really just me, please shut the fuck up. Because, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, trust me, if I had somebody of Cam Newton's caliber in 09 and 2010, I'd have a fucking Super Bowl right now. Yep, sure enough. Sure enough. Mm-hmm. Yep, if, uh... Book it. If we'd had Cam Newton... If we'd had Cam Newton um, a few years ago, the Case Keenum season, we, yeah. pro- we probably would have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know if we'd have won it because the Patriots ain't shit, but <laughs> but still, you know. You know, so like, so but Panther fans, like, you know, well, like, we get your strife, but at the same time, you have to look yourself in the mirror. Like, you know, who the hell are you guys to be acting like that? You yep. know what I'm saying? You have no Super Bowls. I like, you know, there's somewhat of a winning standard, but not, you can't be ab- acting like ravaging animals and dogs like that. Appreciate your guy because whenever he's gone and you got some asshole like Jimmy Clausen or Clausen Jimmy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like quarterbacking, you're going to wish that you had Cam Newton. Just like New York Knicks fans wish they had those t- old teams from the 90s back. Yep. Sure you know? enough. So. But coming up next, I like your questions are in. The arcade and I are going to answer them. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard, Podomatic Radio. Pedal down the foot, yeah. Willie's on the front. Pedal down the foot, yeah. Willie's on the front. I got this 8990. This is Champ Flat Bill Black. Store the cap with the hologram tags. White mag rims, red rubber tires. Chain frame pegs, drift shit to my supplier. Dope man attire. Give me about an hour when I have it. Clicking, ticking, blind, flying like my guys. I'm a murder club, dope pedal rider. Nigel said I'm good to get that ink on my bicep. I get busy as a bee on my bike grips. If I can't walk this sidewalk, I can fly this. Chin, I'm flying, it's tied to the side. That's the flag that I'm flying. Add to the fact that it all coincides with these wheels that I'm riding. Three point mags make you think that I'm I was sick and tired of having terrible dates. I've tried other dating websites before and could never find a match. Honestly, I was about to give up. Never in a million years did I think I'd ever find him. Well, with GiveUpAndSettle.com, that can all end today. Hands down, the best dates I ever had. They sent me more matches than I could ever need. They showed me the way, and I finally found him. Here at GiveUpAndSettle.com, we believe there's someone in the world that is perfect for you, and we're here to help you get over the fact that you're never going to meet that person. We hate each other so much. I can't even look at him because I hate his face. We're not even gay. And we both are. With our highly advanced matchmaking system known as the Personality Aptitude Placement Enrollment Research by Algorithmic Groupings, also known as Papier Bog, we will find you a near to perfect match within seconds. I searched gamer and girl and got a 50% match. I hate snakes, but I did ask for a man that was charming. I was always into the shy and quiet type, and that's exactly what I got. I type in how smart, successful, good looking I am on other dating sites and still never found a match. First try on giveupandsettle.com. Perfect match. I typed in black girls as my preference, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best speller. So I wasn't surprised when I showed up to my first date and saw nothing but a black grill. I'm not picky, I just asked for the hottest match they could find. Our love will continue to burn brighter than it. Nothing wrong with black man. She's still smoking. Ha! People used to tell me there should be violins playing for me at all times because I was such a sad person. That's why I went on to give up and settle and ask for someone cheerful, optimistic, violin-free. Almost a perfect match. I got a chair full of domestic violence for me. Close enough. 
We all know there's a lot of fish in the sea, but there's also a lot of people on land. You don't have to resort to fish yet. Just sign up to GiveUpAndSell.com and find the settling soulmate you never even knew you wanted. We promise you, you will not regret it unless you do. It's completely free, money back guaranteed. So what have you got to lose? Sign up, give it a try. You might get a virus. GiveUpAndSell.com will see you there. See for yourself and find your perfect match today. It's fast, it's fun, it's not a real site. GiveUpAndSell.com What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer. And if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God... You spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. Yep, it's that time. It's mail time where the arcade and not answer your questions. And if you also want us to answer a question of yours, hit us up via email at www.scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. Or you can hit us up on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard 808. So we got about four of them here. So let's get right into it. First one comes from Darren from Georgia. You're going to love this, Ryan. Oh, yeah. He said, Ryan, he said, yo, guys, said, I'm a Braves fan, and I know the arcade is a Braves fan. I just want to know realistically what are our chances at the World Series and what are our, and what's go- and what are our deficiencies and what's going to keep us from achieving that. All right. So here's my thing. Um, on paper, we're a team that can be in the World Series. Yeah. On paper. In actuality, what's going to happen is, um, so we're playing, with the way it's lining up so far, we're going to be playing the St. Louis Cardinals in the playoffs. (laughs) Devil magic. Yep. So, I'm real pessimistic about that because them motherfuckers is the most trifling, luck-filled, garbage-ass Weenie Hut Senior, devilry, sacrifice 800 children to the devil <laughs> to fucking win fucking postseason baseball that they have no business being a part of. Motherfucking bullshit franchise ever. Alright, so I'm going to tell you how this is probably going to play out. Like, real, real talk. On paper, we could beat the Dodgers. On paper, we could beat the Cardinals. On paper, we could be in the World Series. But what's going to actually happen is the Cardinals are about to cheese their way into the fucking the NLCS. Because that's what's real talk about to happen. They might cheese their way into the World Series. Because that's just what this franchise that's does. Dumb. They fucking trifling and they awful. And they ain't shit. I'll wipe my ass with all of them. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck all of them. Alright, let me tell you what's about to happen, bro. They got a dude named Flaherty. Let me tell you about Flaherty. He's another line of the fucking... He, Wait, when you say Flaherty, I, I, I just assume that guy that does, like, interviews with, like, people or some shit like that. Yeah, no, he's a... No, he's he's a pitcher. He's another one of the nameless, faceless fucks that the St. Louis Cardinals summon every year 
that wins 15 games and has a low three ERA. That happens to play Superman in the that, playoffs. That will, that will be just good for them all year. He'll be good for them in postseason. Um, then last year's model was Mike Mikolas. <laughs> that was last year's model of this guy. His last name is Mikolas? Yep, yep, yep. He was you pitching. might as well just name him Mick Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, so he's a... Uh, Mike Mikolas spent last year in Japan, or the year before last in Japan... And, you know, the Cardinals pick him up. And, you know, he, he does the same thing that Flaherty did this year. Because, you know, whatever. They have managed to get a 3-8 ERA out of Adam. I'm 187 years old Wayne, right? Wow. So, and they still have Michael Walker, which I, I ain't, he ain't hitting. But whatever. So, my whole thing is... But, I, but knowing, your, knowing your luck, he'll, he'll, he'll be oh, lights out for you guys. Oh, dude, here's the thing. So, I'm going to tell you, like I said, this, this is what's going to happen. Paul Goldschmidt is a perennial like 220 hitter against the Braves. Best believe he's about to feast in this postseason. Then, then you got Yadier Molina. LOL, that's going to be popping. He's going to throw out base runners. He's going to bat 360. He's going to be driving in runs. Trash. Now, the thing that'll be interesting is which nameless fuckbag is going to overachieve. Who's the David Freeze of this postseason yeah. for them? So, until we beat them... Like, on paper... He's pessimistic. On paper, we as good as anybody. The ways that the Braves are deficient, to answer your question, um, they have a few relievers I'm not a fan of, but for the most part, that Chris Martin, Shane Green, Mark Melanson, 7th, 8th, 9th, great. Luke Jackson better not be in this postseason lineup. He's <laughs> trash. Sean Newcomb, hitting. Tukey Toussaint, maybe it's hitting. He was pretty good last year, got some postseason experience. I like him in there. Josh Tomlin, absolutely. Give me some of that. Jerry Blevins, lefty on lefty, absolutely. Sign me up for some of that shit, too. All right. That's your bullpen. Your rotation. Mike Soroka. Hadn't been hitting like he was hitting earlier. Still in the running for the Cy Young. Having a great year. Max Freed, real up and down. We give him a lot of run support. It's hitting. Swear to God, Mike fulton ain't in this postseason rotation. I'm going to be mad. Like so real talk. Not? No, I said if he's not, I'm gonna be right. mad because he's been pitching gangbusters. All right. And also, he's one of the only guys on the staff that has postseason experience. Yeah. So he better be the other dude, the fourth dude. Um, Dallas Keuchel, that's hitting. Most I'm into definitely. that. That that's our two. Like that that's hitting. So so you so you guys are pitching four pitches this postseason. Yeah, probably. Right. Um, then outside of that, our one through four lineup lit. Lit as fuck. Mark is back up in the lineup. Matt Joyce overachieving this year. Mm-hmm. Got some B-Mac for a little razzle-dazzle. Mm-hmm. Dansby Swanson might could get into some some shit. I don't know, man. Ultimately, my whole thing, watching this go down, we could be in the World Series. We could be in the CS with the Dodgers. Honestly, if we don't make it to the CS, even though that we were ahead of schedule, I think that this is a failed season. Slightly. If you don't make it, if to we don't, side. if we don't make it, because we haven't won a, we haven't won a postseason series in years. Really? Oh yeah, it's been, it's nuts, it's nuts. We need to win a postseason series, and the Cardinals are the kind of cheese, god awful shit that'll keep us from doing that. But <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. I don't fucking know. All I know is I piss in their general direction, and they ain't shit. So on paper, my friend, Braves are just as talented as anyone in the NL. They might be the best team in the NL overall, just balance wise. Yeah. Dodgers ain't got a bullpen. Fucking the Cardinals struggled with their bullpen, and their bats are nameless fuckbags. Yeah. The Brewers starting pitching ain't hitting like that. They don't have their MVP candidate yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, 
freaking uh, the Nationals. The Nationals bullpen is gargantuan ass. <laughs> so, in terms of just balance across the board, we real talk are the best best team in the NL. Mm-hmm. That don't mean jack shit. When you say Any, anything can happen in the postseason, yeah, yeah, it don't mean jack shit, bro. Like, uh, especially when you look at a charmed franchise like the Cardinals, that that fucking Molly miracle hump their fucking way into the World Series. Yeah. I I I ain't believing in it, you know. So I we need to beat the Cardinals for me to actually want to be about. All right, well maybe we got a chance. Yeah, you know what I mean, I feel you on that, bro. I feel you on that. Um, second question comes from Carson from North Carolina. No, not Carson. Paul from California. That's the third question. Said, "Yo, bros." Said, "Mike, your boy Ryan C has signed an exten- extension with Golden Boy. Are you surprised about that, considering considering the rift between them the week prior?" Yeah, kinda. Because I don't know if you know, but like uh, Ryan Garcia was supposed to fight last weekend. Yeah. But the guy that he was fighting had a warrant for his arrest. Oof. Yeah. So, like. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah. The, like, the fight wasn't going to happen. And the mere fact, like, Oscar De La Hoya couldn't find, like, a replacement at the end. Like, right, Ryan Garcia was really upset about that. Naturally. Yeah, naturally about that. Because, you know, he's still a prospect. So, he's not really getting the money. He's not really making money like that. He's yeah. making money, but, you know, he ain't making Canelo Alvarez money. You exactly. Know what I'm and, like, and so I can understand, like, the riff and everything like that. Because I know he was hot on Instagram whenever uh, – that news got released, so yeah. I like shout out to Oscar De La Hoya for making it right because he needed to make it right. Absolutely, this he, is this is the future of Golden Boy Boxing yeah. right here. You got to make sure I got yeah. happy because I like because Canelo's the present, yeah. But then Brian Garcia is the future, yeah. So like Oscar De La Hoya did a good job in like in making sure this thing was right because I felt like it was on Oscar De La Hoya that he couldn't find a replacement. Yeah, like that. Cause usually, like when stuff like that happens, they usually have like a guy, like you know, on standby. That if something goes wrong, if they can't make weight or yeah. something of that magnitude happens, they have somebody that can fill in. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like they do in UFC. Yeah, sure enough. Like if so, like if somebody fails like a drug test or you know they can't make weight, they have they have somebody on standby that that can come in and fight like you know on short notice. So, yeah. So that was on Oscar, but I'm glad that he made it right, and you know I I love it for him. Just for the mere yeah. fact, you know, uh, outside, outside of you know maybe top rank, and I don't want to go with top rank. Like you know, Golden Boy is where you want to be. Yep, I agree. Like you know, what I'm saying because Oscar De La Hoya has been there and done that, and you know he's one of the best promoters in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 laid out the he laid out the blueprint for a lot of these guys that want to go that branched out. Mm-hmm. And one, he he laid the blueprint for somebody like Floyd Mayweather to come, uh, to, like to be like a boxing promoter and all that stuff. So, right. So like you know, it, it was good on both parties. It needed to happen. You know, I was a little surprised, but at the same time, you know, money and business rules all. And yep. I knew, and Oscar knew he had to he had to make this thing right. So, yep. Um, third question comes from Carson from North Carolina. Uh, did that for a little bit prematurely. He said, "What's up, guys?" He said, "You you dudes were on vacation during NBA free agency, so I just wanted to know what free agent mode move surprised you." Both. Jimmy Butler to Miami, honestly, why? I, like you know, I get it. Pat Riley's Pat Riley, but there's just no reason for him to be there, dude. I like I, the only thing, the only reason I felt like you know he wanted to be there just because all his career he's played like in cold weather states. Yeah, that's true. That does make a little bit of sense. But yeah, I just I was like, what the fuck? But uh, it doesn't make sense for Jimmy Butler, but it makes sense for Pat Riley and the Miami Heat just for the mere fact. And I think 
it kind of makes sense for Jimmy Butler too because his personality and the way he is, it fits what Miami does. Yeah, it fits, it fits that culture, that hard nose, like you know, in your face, grind it out. It that organization fits Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's fair. That's I like because I know I was because I was just like you. I was like, why would he go there? And I had to think about. It. I was like, you know what? Pat Riley's there. I like you know Eric a lot. Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. I like a lot of the shit that they're about and like you know how they go about doing business. Jimmy Butler's all about that shit. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, and granted, their team isn't the most talented, but you're not gonna outwork them. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I think Jimmy Butler can respect that. Yeah. A lot of those guys ain't soft either. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So that makes sense. I mean. Bam Adebayo is a pretty good young center, but outside of that, like, I'm like over here, like, Waiters is okay. Like, Goran Dragic is Goran Dragic. Like, I'm just over here, like, it just it just confused me, uh, Tyler Harrow is okay. Like, mm. their team isn't bad. It's just, they don't have a lot of sexy names on that Yeah, it just, it just surprised me, honestly. You're Jimmy Butler. You know, yeah. you're, like, a top 10 player in the league, arguably, you know? Or top 15, most yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, what the what surprised me more than that was the mere fact that Tobias Harris got a hundred million dollars. Yep, that's true. That is true. Uh, I I can see that. Yeah, he got overpaid as a motherfucker. Like he's all right, but he, he ain't is. That. But he ain't Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he ain't worth like, a damn hundred million one, dollars. I I get it. Once Jimmy Butler left, I like you know you had to keep him, but he wasn't. Well, and t- I'm I'm sure Tobias Harris knew he wasn't worth a hundred million dollars, but he'd be glad to take it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like this dude haven't even made an All Star game. Exactly, exactly. Wow. Yeah, that ain't it. All right. So, so basically, like right now, he he'd be making more than Kimba Walker has. Yeah, which is wild. That's that's fucking wild. That's that's ridiculous. You know. So, last question comes from Sean from Baltimore. Said, "What's up, guys? Said, out of the teams that are zero and three, which one do you think will turn it around, or if any?" None of them. Well, I know the Jets won't. That's because you know they Let's just. Let's see. We got gas. the Jets. We got the Dolphins. We got the Redskins. Uh, I'm trying to think about the other and three teams. I'm. You'll have to forgive me, guys. I am fucking exhausted. My brain is melting. Um. Uh, the Bengals. They ain't. They ain't doing that either. Yeah. My, like none of them, bro. Honestly, yeah. Most of the, all the zero and three teams are real. real yeah, shit like it, this it, year. It, it's not like the how the Colts were last year. Yeah. I think the Colts started off like zero and four. I think. Yeah, but then they like. then they started hitting. So, yeah, yeah. But then again, they have Andrew. They had Andrew Luck, and mm. you know, and, yeah. and stuff. Uh, they had other shit popping off. Yep, show sure Y'all like that? They had the best offensive line to me. I think in football. Yeah, they uh. Yeah, they completely flipped that shit, and uh, my boy Jacoby Prissett literally was in a victory formation against the Falcons. Um, which are the Falcons zero three, or are they one and two? They're one and two. Okay, okay. I was gonna say the Falcons. They, they, they beat the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. That's right. That's right. I'll say the Falcons might turn it around, but like you know, whatever you know. So yeah, they're the most. Yeah, they they have the most weapons to do so. But yeah, they're not zero three. So yeah, yeah again, although zero three teams are real shit. And they're going to, they're going they're, and, and they're, they're all going to be picking in the top 10. And they're year. all, they're going to continue to be shit. Yep. Like, you know, the Jets are going to go 0 and 16, just like I predicted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, we're going to pick number one. Hopefully we get a fucking offensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? Then we can get this thing on the road. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know I like shout out to Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams for trying to be 
Yeah. Like, you know, positive. We don't deserve you guys. I like, we really yeah. don't. The, I like, this team fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, we don't deserve you guys. Yeah. Especially Jamal Adams. We most definitely don't deserve you, sir. I like, I understand Le'Veon came for the money. I like, and we get that. But, you know, with talent, for your Hall of Fame talent, we don't deserve you. Yeah. Jamal Adams can be a Hall of Famer. We we don't deserve you, bro. Yeah. So, like, of course, you know, that. That's just me being on a soapbox, but I'm just being real about that. Oh yeah, fuck the Jets. Zero and sixteen. Well, the when the pan yo the Panthers won. Yes, Panthers so. won last yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, are the Cardinals zero three? Yes. No, no. They they've got a tie. They got a tie. That's right. That's right. Which that's the might the, as well be a loss. Yeah. yeah. What about the Broncos? Are they zero three? I think they might be zero three too. They're butt too. Dear God. Yeah. Literally every zero and three team is butt. Everyone garbage. They, they ain't shit. Like one of them will turn it around moderately, but for the most part, no. They still gonna be picking. They, the they top ain't. 10. They, every one of the teams are picking the top ten this year. It's pretty pretty cut and dried. So, oh boy. I like. Well, that's the end of our show. So you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at DX Heartbreak Kid. He's at the arcade. Uh, he's at the arcade R underscore K Y D E. So you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. You can also follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash hbk underscore illmatic. And like, there's a lot of football going on this week. Um, postseason baseball is around the corner. Yep, right around. This is the last week of the regular season, so you'll see teams kind of jockeying for position. Like Pretty much the Dodgers and Braves are set at 1-2, and two, and... You know the Yankees and the Astros are set at one and two. I think I don't. I don't know which which one is which. Yeah. But um, so again, um, like I said, I uh, you know, outside of that, you know, the NL wild card race was interesting until the Cubs shit the bed against the Cardinals. Yeah. Because the Cardinals always play their best baseball late all the time, forever. All the time. They're one of those franchises, and uh, so again, they're gonna they're gonna be a problem for the Braves in the postseason. But um, so yeah. We got this last week of the regular season. It runs either until Friday or Sunday. I can't remember which. And after that, we get into some fucking postseason baseball, which is always a lot of fun. Most you know, definitely. I, ex- unless you're pulling against the Cardinals, then it's bad. Yes. So, which I will be doing. But uh, so, anyways, um, like I said, I uh, I'm pretty excited about it. But um, also, uh, NBA stuffs are right around the corner. Oh yeah, like in the, the end of the month, the NBA is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Boy, it seemed like yesterday we were just watching like the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, and we were bitching about yep. how the Raptors won't, won't let us be great. Yep, yep, yep. It's that's crazy. Yeah, it just seems like yesterday, man. And uh, I appreciate you guys for toughing it out with me because I literally sicker than a fucking dog, and um, I just it was it was tough for me to get through this show, but you guys make it worth it. So I I absolutely for you know all ten of you that listen to this shit. So, you know, I have no problem with that. But and, again, and, just... and also, I like, you know, just for, probably just, we have some news for, your, uh, for, for you guys. Like, you know, we have more homes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Yeah, Hill was telling me about that off, uh, off, uh, off, off. Off the air. Off the air, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you guys can now find us outside of Podomatic Radio. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, which I know a lot of you guys use. So, we're going to be there, too. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, and Radio Republic. So, and it probably might be more to come. The only thing we're not going to be on is For a little bit YouTube. of YouTube. And, and YouTube. We, might, we might get that situated next year sometime. Yeah, sometimes, you know. So, like I said, like, you should tell your friends and, like, you know... 
there there's no excuse for anybody not to listen to this show. Yeah. So yeah, but, because because we know to getting through Potomatic. Potomatic's kind of a pain in the ass. Like we, we, that, we, that was one of the reasons why we were interested in expanding. You know, because yeah. Potomatic is our original home for this podcast, and yeah. I'll always have a warm spot in my heart for it. Yes. But at the same time. The interface, unless you have that app downloaded, yeah. it is ridiculous. Yeah. And even then, it's not great. Yeah. So, you know. But again, like I said, I just appreciate you guys bearing with me today because good Lord knows this was a rough one for you, boy. <laughs> I tried not to complain too much, but fuck. I yeah. am going to crash hard. So Most definitely. So, yeah, you got, like I said, you guys keep that, keep that in lock, keep that in mind. Like, you know, we have... We have more than like one home now, so you can basically follow us and you can listen to us anywhere and everywhere. So yep. I'm excited about that, and I'm more excited for you guys because it gives us more gives us more avenues and it gives us a chance to reach a broader audience, mm-hmm. and it gives you more uh, gives you guys more options. So like yep. I'm happy about that. I was excited to tell Ryan about that. Yeah. Said my homeboy Anthony, like you know he's excited about that because he likes Spotify. So yeah, yeah. So he he's so he'll be able to. Uh, also shout out. Anthony plugging us on Twitter. That was really cool of him. He's, yeah. he's, Anthony Monroe is a fucking great human being. Yes. That guy's awesome. I like And if there are any video gamers out there, you guys should also wa- listen to watch Yeah, go his, listen to his Twitch. Go watch his tri- Twitch. I'm just saying, 84. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might I might have I might have botched that, Anthony. I'm sorry. If yeah, I, I think it, I think I think you're right about that. I'm just saying 84. I yeah, think that's it. I think that's what it is. I like, you know, he always plays like Final Fantasy and like other crazy well he was playing final fantasy 7 the other day I yeah think. he was yeah he was because he was gonna play something else and his stream went down yeah i've tried to i try to catch his and your streams when i can like yeah. i'm just i'm busy as hell yeah so, you know but um yeah we're trying to be affiliates man trying to work hard yep exactly so, so you know i like we're trying to do that so you guys well i said we love you guys we hope you guys have a great week and we'll be back better than ever next week peace out later guys